0: Welcome to Rejoicing Together, a podcast where we share stories of God's transforming power. This podcast is hosted by Maysville Baptist Church. It's a ministry of Maysville Baptist Church. And my name is Shane Robertson. I'm the senior pastor. I'd love for you to come by and worship with us. We have services at 930 and again at 11 on Sunday mornings. I hope you enjoy the program. May the Lord bless you. And we'd love to hear back from you. We'd love for you to go to our website, www at and shoot us an email. Again, my name is Shane Robertson, the senior pastor here. I'd love to hear from you. Well, welcome everybody. This is rejoicing together, sharing stories of God's transforming power. It is a joy to be with you today. Thank you so very much for tuning in. I want to say on the onset if you're ever in Maysville, I'd love for you to come see us. We're on Sunday mornings at 9.30 worship, and we also have an 11 o'clock worship hour. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening to the podcast or ever in our area, please feel free to stop by. I'd love to see you and meet you. Also, uh, maybe you're here and you're listening to the to our podcast. We would love for you to give us a shout. You can go to our website, go to Contact Us, click on my email address. I'm pastorshane.nbc at uh, Net, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you have to say. May the Lord bless each one of you, and I pray that uh, you'll enjoy the program today. we got a good one today. We've got some folks in the studio today that I love dearly and I'm very grateful for. We have Lee Cox and Tori Smith is with us today. Uh, they take care of our fam ministry, and I can't wait to talk a little bit about that and get things going on that. But before we do, I want to introduce you to Lee Cox. Cox Lee thank you so very much for coming today would you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your family and how long have you been here at Maysville
1: sure um, my family and I moved here for a job uh, about five years ago um, uh, my wife and I have my wife Laura and I have uh, three kids and uh, we live over in commerce and uh, we've uh, been members here um, just about five years now I think and uh, we've uh, we've enjoyed being here and uh, the family here is just wonderful and loving, and uh, we're grateful for that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a little bit about my family.
0: Well, we really appreciate all that you do. I'm grateful that you're able to join us today. And uh, we also have someone to your left, someone that's on staff, and this is Tori Smith. Tori, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you, and what do you do here at Maysville?
2: Oh, what do I not do? I'm just kidding. Um, so my name is Tori Smith. I'm, I'm the director of community outreach here. Um, and I also am the photographer around, um, so if you see me with a camera, just smile for me, it'll be less awkward. Um, but, so, I've been coming to Maysville for about four years now, um, and this has been, um, a ministry that's been on my heart since my previous job, where I worked, um, in a nonprofit with families who are in these vulnerable situations, as a family success manager, so um, that's kind of how I got involved in this specific ministry.
0: This ministry is really amazing because we know it in the hallways in the congregation as Fam. Uh, we're always talking about Fam, Fam ministry this, Fam ministry that. I know you may be listening today and say, "Well, what in the world is Fam?" Fam's actually an acrostic, right? Mm-hmm. What What is Fam? Well, FAM is stands for Family Advocacy Ministry, and what we're looking
1: to do, uh, it's intended to support vulnerable families all together and uh, and advocate for them and help them. And so, uh, this includes families that are uh, have foster uh, are fostering children that are not their own. Uh, this includes families that have adopted children, uh, and it also includes families that are just struggling and uh, trying to. To make it through and you know trying to hold their family together through the challenges of life Um, so those are things that we try to support and uh,
0: those are our goals you know my wife's a nurse and she's always talking about advocating for her patients you know she's wanting to advocate for them so tell us a little bit about what is what is what does it mean to advocate for someone
1: well, advocating—I mean, it's you know, as your wife would would say—is—is is reaching out, determining the needs of the patient and uh, or or in our case, the family, and reaching to meet those needs in the best way that we can. And um, you know, sometimes that can be um, the clothes closet. Sometimes it's the food pantry, uh, but other times it's just something you know more practical and. Uh, in my life, we I we've had foster uh, uh, children in our home before, and uh, and I'll tell you, it's one of the most challenging things that you'll you could ever do, and uh, it's exhausting. And one of the things that we crave more than anything is just a little bit more time, because a, a lot of the children that do come into care, um, well, all of them actually have some trauma, um, mm-hmm. something that has hurt them in the past and that they're dealing with and they're still dealing with. And, um, that trauma is not the fault of the child and but they feel the brunt of the pain. And so having to, as a parent, work through these difficult things, um, without fully having a base knowledge of what's behind it. Um, it takes time and, mm. uh, time is one of the things that's just, it's so hard uh, for any family to deal with, um, so you know, one, that's one of the things that we try to do. And when we have a, a a care team in place, is we try to provide um, the family some time
0: with to be a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. yeah, it really sounds like in in relationship to advocacy, it it really revolves around relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, L- building relationship and having relationship, which. In churchy terms, you know, I hear this a lot as pastor, community. We need community. We want community. You know, how can we develop this community? And, and while we do live in a community, and I'm grateful the community that we're, we're setting in, in relationship to advocacy and community, it really is relational. It's building those relationships and connecting people together so that they can have those relationships, whether they be in the clothes closet or the food pantry, and I just think, I think that's, man, that is so needed today because really a community is, is not going to care how much you care until they know you do care.
1: Right, I, and i am just throw this out here. And um, the idea of community is the way we view it in our culture. It's A community is really a group of people who are just known to each other. They're uh, acquaintances. But what community that we're talking about and what what is dire needed is a, a group of friends and and families and that support each other who love each other enough to serve one another and um, to support when times get tough because in this world times do get tough.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's the relationship piece of this puzzle that that really puts a distinction between community and advocacy, especially in the arena of meeting needs now. You've been doing this for a while, and as a matter of fact, in relationship to your role in in the fam ministry, what what is it that you do, Lee? What do you do in the fam? So,
1: uh, I I guess I'm the one who who came to you first uh, to talk about this to try to to lead this um, our church to to found this ministry because um, I had a desire, um, and and I think it's a desire that God put in my heart to support families who are struggling and. The, the calling of my heart is when we went through our the, the challenges that we faced in our family and, and with the, the things that went on in our home um, we did have support from our church we did have uh, people who brought us meals uh, but even still there were times we felt alone and you know I, and I know there's some statistics out there um, you know new foster families 50% of new foster parents quit in the first year. But going we'll to go into some trainings and things. I found out that there was a group out there that put together care teams and they found that if you had a care team around a new foster family, 90% of those foster families were still open two years later. And just that statistic of Having that support, having that family, having that structural support uh, is so instrumental that I wanted to help foster that and really unleash the power of the church to face this difficult challenge that's in our world.
0: Yeah, and it's huge. I mean, and, and even where we're located here, we, we're really strategically located. We've got Banks County and Jackson County, I mean, right here at our fingertips. And what an opportunity that we have for this, this FAM ministry. Now, in thinking about that, though, Lee, in thinking about Jackson and Banks County, uh, are we concentrating on one area greater than the other uh, right now? What, what does that look like for us?
2: I think we do have a stronger connection with the Jackson County um, Dfax office uh, because we do go t- through like family connection and, uh, Lee, whenever he started this, got really close with one of the workers there, and so we're on that, you know, relationships. We have that, you know, if they need something, they can text us or call us, or the, and they know that, and we just haven't really got to break that barrier in Banks County yet. So. Right, right. I mean, no, we do We're try. moving towards that. Yes, uh, yes, for sure.
0: But we do have a, a pretty strong presence in Jackson mm-hmm. County, and it uh, seems to be, the ministry seems to be operating pretty efficiently and doing very well, but... There's always needs.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Uh, so in regards to needs, what are some roles that people can play uh, within the FAM ministry?
1: Well, I mentioned it a minute ago, but, you know, there are about 14,000 kids in foster care in Georgia right now, and there are hundreds of homes to put them in. So when you have thousands of kids and hundreds of homes, there's a shortage. hmm And so there's a dire need for foster parents and foster families. Um, It's huge. And we would love for it to support that.
2: And I was going to add, not just foster families, but Christian homes who will show that love of Christ, um, that unconditional love that they need in this moment.
0: Absolutely. You know, I I think about um, the challenges that exist in our culture today and the rising cost of inflation and gas and cheese and all the rest of the things that you know eggs yeah yeah the big egg battle everybody (laughs) go buy your chickens uh uh, but in in regards to um you know getting involved i mean do i have to foster be a foster parent in order to be a part of family absolutely not
1: uh we uh i i fully understand that There are family situations that cannot be adoptive Mm -hmm. Um, and there are people who are not called to do that. Mm -hmm. However, I think everyone can do something. Mm -hmm. And so what our current team, we have a a team that supports um, some families and what some people will bring a meal once a month to a family. Um, We have people who will meet with children and just build a trusting relationship and mentor them. Uh, We have people who serve as prayer warriors, but you know, other things that foster and adoptive parents need is just that simple support. You know, sometimes they need a handyman. Hmm. Sometimes they need their car fixed or some plumbing. Sometimes the kids need a haircut. They might need some help with a birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody bake a, bake a cake or something. There's a hundred practical ways mm-hmm. that you can support families. And you know, our our care team coordinators need, need those contacts, so hey, uh, so-and-so family needs some help with uh, the lawn hey can you call uh, George and uh, see if he can he's available to come over and you know that way we can connect the need with that support mm-hmm. and provide for that family and those are the things we want real practical solutions because I mentioned earlier that one of the hardest things was having time and with a with care ministry even a meal once a week that's it's not about the cost of the groceries it's about the time required to cook it Mm -hmm. and clean it and prepare it and that's time that you may not have it takes you away from having contact with that child um, or it it can be a distraction at the very least Mm -hmm. whereas here the food is prepared you can eat you can spend time together cleanups a little bit easier and you can definitely be intentional about spending time with that child and hopefully you know build relationships, but also there are times where you're going to be working with that trauma.
0: This is what makes family ministry so special, is that it is highly practical. It, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not just talking about throwing funds at, at uh, an opportunity. We're talking about being the hands and feet of Jesus, mm-hmm. meeting a physical need in a real family that has real struggles, just like we all yeah. do, Absolutely. but just doing what the church should be doing, and that is being the hands and feet of Jesus and seeing a need, meeting a need, and I love, I love the FAM ministry. I love uh, its goals. I love the direction that it's going in. I I love everything about it, and I wanted to get this information out uh, today because we've got people in our church that have the resources and have the time and have the energy and have the opportunity, and they're saying, hey, what can I do to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, this is it. This is one of the most practical ministries that we have at Maysville. And we've got a lot of them. I mean, we've got the clothes closet. Mm-hmm. That's very hands-on, very practical. We've got the food pantry, that's very hands-on. it's very very practical. We've got all of the department heads that exist inside the church. you can jump in there and in, in any area and anywhere from you know, signing off of listening to children say verses or mm-hmm. or leading a small group in a college and career department. So there is a lot of that kind of practical stuff going on. but this this is like a niche ministry. This is like, going out beyond the four walls of the church yes. mm-hmm. and partnering with the community, in this case, Jackson County. And we're able to partner with them and the church is able to be the church and say, let us come alongside and help you, which we should be doing anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to mention too, you know, you, you mentioned those who want to get involved and, you know, the what we're looking for when, with people who want to be involved, we want people who love God, love others, And are willing to serve their community. That's what we want. We want people who are willing to share the love of Jesus with their community through practical means, and that's really what this ministry is about.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, man, I tell you, we've got about 1,500 people on the roll that have that passion. I just finished a Bible study, and Um, Man, I I was asking for a little bit of help and had some people just step right up to the plate and say, man, all we need to know what the need was. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, that's just so refreshing to a pastor for people to say, oh, I see that need. I want to serve you in that way. I'm, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this podcast today and you're looking for a service project, let me encourage you. Call the church. Get in touch with us. We're going to give out some more information here in just a little while about how you can reach out to us and how you can talk to us about this ministry. But you don't want to miss being a part of the FAM ministry in 2023. So uh, speaking of, of 2023, what, what about some goals? What what are some goals for the FAM ministry at Maysville for 2023?
2: Um, So first, we want to add an additional uh, family to our care community. So um, that would be you know getting a whole nother team of people to take a meal once a month uh people to commit to pray for them um, and stuff like that so um that'll take a little bit more volunteers which we're hoping to um recruit with our second goal is um, bringing more awareness to our church about fam and you know what we do and that's what we're doing right now is we're giving out information Um, To how you can get involved. And then third is to strengthen our relationships with the community resources that we have, um, including the ministry that we currently work through, which is Chosen for Life Ministries. Um, And so just taking those relationships that we already have and strengthening them um, and figuring out how we can get more involved with that as well.
1: Well, and and I want to mention the Chosen for Life ministry there. We do partner with them for uh, training and coordination and um, th- we do have they have other groups in the region uh, they're based out of Watkinsville they're uh, not far away but um, they are also have you know their ear to the ground are listening for needs and you know I got a uh, email last month about uh, the need for uh, a couple of uh, beds and uh, because they uh, there's a foster Uh, situation that was coming up and they needed uh, a pair of bunk, a set of bunk beds, but they got, and they got the bed, but they didn't get the mattresses. And so they're trying to find something uh, just so that they could place these children and and take care of them. So there's, again, practical needs regionally, Mm -hmm. and we'd like to strengthen those bonds uh, is one of those things.
0: You know, we got a a men's ministry that um, is very, very active. And anytime there's something like that that comes up, anytime there's a need, like, we need some bunk beds built, or we need I need a ramp built. And, and we're able to take care of, of things like that uh, with men jumping involved. Is, is there a place for that in the fam ministry? Is there a place for like... The men's ministry to come alongside the fam ministry and say, "Hey, I understand that there's a foster family. They have some special needs. There's a child in a wheelchair. Uh, do they need a, a ramp or whatever? Is there opportunities for for that to take place?" Yeah,
2: I definitely would say so. Um, just you know, letting us know what you are willing to do, what you can do, um, and what you're comfortable doing. Um, I feel like. There's a lot of times we get calls and we don't know who to call because you don't know who is willing and you know who can do it, but um, and has the skills, yeah, and has the skill set and the experience to be able to do it because these inspections that they get done are you know looked over with a fine tooth comb um, on what they can have, what they can't have, how their house should be, and um, some of these families, you know, we deal a lot around here with kinship. Care, which is when their grandparents raise the grandchildren, um, and some of them can't afford to have their house fixed or you know have a hole in the wall fixed or whatever. So yeah, we definitely um, have those opportunities that arise, and we need we need help with that because I can't I can't
1: well. And in, in some cases too, like you know we talked about pre- prevention is a big thing of like yeah. keeping families together, and if you know something's coming in, involved and there's an inspection and uh, a failed inspection may re- mean that the the children are removed. That's mm-hmm. very traumatic for the children. Yeah. Um, but if if all it is is you know they have a hole in their floor that they can't seem to get fixed, and we can provide that, and that helps them stay together. Mm-hmm. You know, j- and and then we can come alongside them and with the mentoring and pro- provide them with a care team, um, and that keeps that family together. Mm-hmm. That is. That's the ideal, is we, we want to preserve families as much as possible. Um, that's our goal.
0: If I, if I wanted to get involved, uh, and let's just say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm in my car, I'm driving to work, I'm listening to this podcast, and I think, man, you know what, that's something I'd like to, I'd like to know more about. I'd like to talk to Lee, or I'd like to talk to Tori about this. What, what will that person need to do? What do they need to do next?
1: Well, Shane, I, I think the right thing to do is we're we're having a uh, informational lunch on April the sixteenth, uh, immediately following the church service, uh, and we're going to have some uh, sign-ups available prior to that so that we can kind of get a head count. We you know we need to know y'all are coming so.
2: We can you know, have enough food.
1: We have enough food for everybody.
0: <laughs> so, when's the sign up for that? Coming up in a couple of weeks. In, in a few weeks, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we try to get a we try to get a couple of weeks lead time on that right. so, so we can plug it
1: in early April, uh, late late March, early April. We'll have a sign yeah. up, and uh, we'll be having the event on the sixteenth of April.
0: And again that that's going to be a lunch uh, after church, just going to be downstairs in the fellowship hall, mm-hmm. absolutely, and uh, just going to be an informational lunch. I can come. I can bring my questions. I can mm-hmm. say, Hey, Lee, you know what does this look like for my family, for like, me specifically?
1: And we're going to have some other resources here. We're going to have, um, one of our contacts from, uh, chosen for life ministries, the ministry we've partnered with. Um, they're going to be here and able to talk a little more as well. Uh, and you know, Tori and I will, should both be there and, uh, we'll be able to answer any questions about what we do here at our church and where we see the, these things going.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds great. What about, what about contacting, uh, directly i mean can we do that can we contact you if it's like hey i can't wait till april i need to go ahead and and see how i can get involved right now what does that look like
2: yeah i think you could definitely call the church um anytime that we're open and i'll try to get back to you um, as soon as i can or email is always good my email address is tori and that's t-o-r-i smith and then dot mbc at gmail.com um, so with any questions that you have or if you want to sign up for the lunch already, we would be happy to um, take that over email or phone call.
0: If you wanted to call the church, you can reach us at 706-652-2228. And you can call us anytime Monday through Friday, We're at church office hours. They opened at 4 o'clock is what time the phone starts ringing around here, and we'd love to take your call at any time. And uh, if you don't get us, there's always a way. You just leave a message. We'll call you back just as soon as we possibly can. Uh, Very, very uh, grateful for the opportunity to uh, share this wonderful ministry. I want to just kind of give each of you an opportunity to give some final thoughts about uh, FAM ministry. Um, If there was anything, like in closing, in thinking about... Uh, Fam Ministry and this this advocacy relationship community care team. If if you had just just a few seconds to sum all of that up for our listening audience and say here here's what I want to tell you about Fam and why you should be a part of this ministry in relationship to loving God, loving others, and serving the world. What would you say to those individuals that were listening?
1: Jesus loves the little children, and He, he loves sinners, and He loves people who are broken, and He's called us to follow Him, and that means loving children— and loving people who are broken and helping them heal. Because I am broken in my sin and Jesus saw that and he went to the cross to heal me and heal the relationship, uh, heal my relationship with God. And that—that that is what this ministry is about.
0: Tori, do you have anything?
2: Um, okay, Let's see. so I think, uh, just like Lee said, you know, everyone can do something, um, so I just really want to challenge you, whether it's just praying for the families and the children that are um, in the system right now or are dealing with um, that situation, that you'll just remember them in your prayers, pray that um, homes will be provided and open up for foster opportunity, um, and adoptive opportunity, so that we can share the love of God with these kids and um, with these families as well. Um, the unconditional love of God that, you know, they may not have seen from their parents or they may not have seen from people around them. But um, just being a consistent uh, person in their life will mean so much more than um, any, anything else.
0: I was thinking about uh, that passage of scripture over in uh, Matthew chapter 19, verse number 14, where Jesus said, Let the ch- little children come to me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And uh, just echoing what uh, you're saying about children in relationship to Jesus loving the children and the opportunities that we have here at Maysville Baptist Church in our community to be the church, to love God, love others, and serve the world and be the hands and feet of Jesus and love on these children and love on the parents of these children and the foster parents of these children or the grandmothers and grandfathers of these children. There's so many opportunities for us to to reach out and to be the hands and feet of Jesus through this FAM ministry. I'm very, very thankful for it. I'm very grateful for the opportunity that we have to offer something like this. And I'm excited at how it's grown from just a conversation that you and I had to now here we are on the podcast uh, talking about here's the goals for 2023. And what a joy that is to be able to say at Maysville Baptist Church, we have been provided the resources by God to be able to go out in our community and just love on people, just be the hands and feet of Jesus. And I want to thank you both for just listening to the Holy Spirit of God, Lee, I mean, you could have just sat on this and said, you know what, well, somebody else can do it. Do <laughs> <laughs> he was not going to let me do that. I'm very, very grateful. And this is this is a great church, I'm telling you, and if you're listening to this and you you visit our church, um, I'm telling you, this is what I love about Maysville. They don't just come to the pastor and say, hey, I got an idea for a ministry. Uh, now go do it. That's not what church is. That's not what church does. In fact, that is a perfect example of the Laodicean church in the book of Revelation. A church that has a pastor that's a hireling that they try to push everything on to do and and try to, to dictate the church. That's not. God said, that makes me sick. That's what Jesus said. He said, I will vomit you out of my mouth if that's the kind of church that you're going to have. And he says, you need to think about it. And you need to be hot for Jesus and repent and get back to those first those, that first work. I'm telling you, it, it excites my soul because Maysville is not a Laodicean church. We've got church members that come to their pastor and say, I've got this heart, this passion, this desire that God won't turn loose of me. And here's what I want to do to get this thing done with your approval. And I'm just so grateful for that because you took the ball and you ran with it. And we are blessed to have a community outreach director at our church. I mean, how many churches have... Uh, basically a social worker employed at their church to be able to meet the kind of needs that we're able to meet. And I am grateful to God that He sent us Tori Smith, and she does a fantastic job with taking care of the needs of the community and making sure you've got everything that you need, Lee, uh, as well as these other ministries that take place here at Maysville Baptist Church. So let me encourage you in this respect, if you're listening to us today, let me encourage you that if you want to be a part of, of a Christ honoring ministry that reaches out to the community, that helps the helpless, that helps the needful, that builds community, that is part of a care team that's practical, that can meet needs that exist right here in Jackson County. Let me encourage you to be a part. Of the FAM Ministry. If this is something that really has got a hold of your heart and you want to talk to someone about that, I would recommend that you call Tori Smith at 706 652 2228. Or you can reach her by way of her email. That's Tori with an I, at gmail.com. Dot com, or you can uh, email me. I'm Pastor uh, NBC uh, at gmail.com. I'd love to hear for, from you uh, as well. Hey, listen, uh, once again, I want to tell you for t- just thank you for taking a little bit of time and listening to this podcast. And if you're ever wondering, is there anybody out there that loves you? Is there anybody out there that cares? I want to tell you, Jesus cares. Jesus loves you. I would love to tell you more about the wonderful love of our Savior. I'd love for you to give me a call here at the church. I'd love for you to send me an email. I'd love for you to maybe stop by and see if I'm even here in my office where we can talk about the wonderful love of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you regardless of where you're living, whatever country you're in, whatever platform you're listening on. I want you to know God loves you. He's got a great plan for your life. And his desire is that you would have a saving knowledge of him and that you would have a relationship with the God of this universe. May the Lord bless you today. Thank you for tuning in. i want to tell you again how much I love you. And until next time, I hope that you'll continue to love God, love others, and serve the world. God bless you, and have a great day. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Rejoicing Together. I hope you'll come again and check us out, especially on the web at www.maysvillebaptist.net where we strive to love God, love others, and serve the world. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his light on you. And until next time, we look forward to seeing and hearing from you again. God bless you and have a great day.